Welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, a podcast shared by David Roylance. This podcast is dedicated to guiding you to completely eliminate the discontent mind and the suffering it causes by attaining enlightenment. Learn and practice the teachings of Gotama Buddha that will guide you to fully attain a peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy. To support this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha or visit buddhadailywisdom.com where you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online learning resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Now, here's our teacher to share more. Sawadikap. Hello and welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha. I'm really pleased that you decided to join us today for our live guided meditation. Each Saturday, we're getting together here online, either in Facebook, YouTube, on Zoom, our virtual classroom, and we even are broadcasting out to places like Twitch and Periscope. So if you're in any of these platforms joining us today for our live guided meditation, I would like to just welcome you and thank you for joining because meditation is one of the best things you could ever do for your life. Along with learning and practicing Gautama Buddha's teachings, it's meditation that's going to train the mind to move closer and closer to enlightenment along with all the other teachings of Gautama Buddha. And today I would like to just invite you to pull up a cushion or sit on your sofa or sit in a chair so that we can do meditation together. We're going to do breathing mindfulness meditation and loving kindness meditation. And then after we do meditation, if there's any questions that you have about meditation itself or about this entire path to enlightenment, I'd be pleased to answer any questions that you have. And we'll talk about how you can do that and submit those questions after we do our meditation. So go ahead and pull up a meditation cushion, a chair, sit on your sofa, and get the lower body comfortable. And then place your feet either cross-leg if you're sitting on the floor, but not too tight so that the circulation continues to flow. Or if you're in a chair, you can put your feet flat on the floor or crossed, up to you. Your spine and your upper body should be erect because we want to gain access to the mind. The mind's the boss and the body is the employee. So we need to make the body comfortable so that we can get to the boss. And we would like to keep the mind attentive and alert during meditation. So that's why we keep the spine erect during meditation, because by engaging those muscles, it tends to keep the mind attentive and alert during meditation. And then with your hands and your arms, there's lots of different options here. You can place your right hand on top of your left with your thumbs together and then just place that in your lap if you like. Or if that doesn't feel comfortable, you can just place your palms on your thighs or on your knees or place your arms on your armrest. This practice isn't about everybody doing it exactly the same way. That's impossible for us to do that because of impermanence. So find a position with your lower body, your upper body, and your hands and arms that's comfortable but not luxurious. Then just close your eyes. And when you close your eyes, just start breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. 
This first part of our meditation is going to be breathing mindfulness meditation. This is going to help to eliminate craving, desire, attachment from the mind, bringing the mind into the present moment and developing awareness of mind or mindfulness by focusing on the breath. So just breathe in through the nose and out through the nose. Start to establish a nice, steady, natural, consistent breath. Breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. As you're breathing, bring the mind to the breath. Focus the mind on the sound of the breath entering into the nose or the sensation of the air moving over the skin into the nose. The breath is the present moment. So focusing the mind on the breath is training the mind to come into the present moment. Breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. I'm going to do some chanting just to kind of ease us into meditation. And then I'll be back with some more guidance. You're welcome to join in with the chanting or just stay here with the breath, focusing the mind on the breath. Arahang Samma Sam Hotom Hakawa Hotang Hakawanang Apiwatiami Sawakatom Hakawata Tammo Damang Namasami Supatipanom Hakawato Savakasankho Sankhang Namami Napmodhasabhakavato Arahato Samasamputasa Napmodhasabhakavato Arahato Samma 
Fixate the mind on the breath, the sound of the breath entering into the nose, or the sensation of the air moving into the nose over the skin. This is the present moment. As you're meditating, this mind's going to want to take you on a journey. It's going to want to take you into the past. Wherever you notice that, just cut it off and let it go. Don't allow the mind to wander into the past, experiencing those painful thoughts, those pleasant feelings, or those feelings that are neither painful nor pleasant. Just let it go and bring the mind to the breath. Breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. The mind tries to wander into the future. The mind can't be peaceful, calm, serene, and content there. It's longing, it's searching. 
Don't allow it to experience those painful feelings, pleasant feelings, or feelings that are neither painful nor pleasant. Bring the mind back to the middle, to the breath, the present moment. Just cut off those thoughts, let them go. Focus the mind on the breath. Breathing in. And out. Breathing in. And out. The mind's going to perhaps have thoughts, ideas, or perceptions that surface. As they do, just cut them off, let them go. Bring the mind to the breath, the present moment. Here in the present moment, the mind can be peaceful, calm, serene and content with joy. Just let go. Let go of everything. Just focus on the breath. Breathing in. And out. Breathing in. And out. This untrained mind is going to be searching. It's going to be looking for something to hold on to. But through training, you're bringing the mind to the breath so that you can gain control over this mind. This mind's going to be looking for anything and everything that it can latch on to including my voice. So I'm going to be quiet here soon and just let you focus on the breath only. I'm going to sit here in meditation with you, supporting you and encouraging you to strive and apply effort to focus only on the breath. Breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. So now let go, cut the thoughts Let them go, focusing only on the breath. 
Don't even focus on wanting to hear my voice. Just focus only on the breath. You have nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. No one needs you right now. Just focus only on the breath. And then I'll be back with loving kindness meditation.
Breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. On the out breath, Repeat this affirmation in the mind. May I be peaceful. May I be safe. May I be free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes. peaceful. May we be safe. May we be free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes.
May they be safe. May they be well. May they be free of discontentedness and the suffering it causes. May all those who lack water in the world be peaceful. May they be safe. May they be well. May they be free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes. May all those who lack clothing in the world be peaceful. May they be safe. May they be well.
they be free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes. shelter in the world and be peaceful. safe. discontentedness and the suffering it causes. supplies. Be peaceful. safe.
May they be free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes. be peaceful may they be safe free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes. May they be safe.
May they be free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes. condition their lifestyle, be peaceful. be safe. be free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes. Continue with breathing mindfulness meditation, focusing the mind on the breath, letting go of all the thoughts, breathing in and out.
to remind you guys that when we're doing loving kindness meditation the affirmations that we're doing are to cultivate loving kindness in your mind it's not to create change in another person 
So going through the various affirmations today where we talked about the five life-needing elements in order to sustain life of food, water, clothing, shelter, and medical supplies or medical care. This isn't to wish that other people have these things. It's not to try to ask for these things to be provided to people. What this affirmation is for is for you to cultivate loving kindness or active goodwill towards the people who don't have food or water, clothing, shelter, or medical care. And for you to cultivate active goodwill towards all beings without judgment for people who live modestly and for people who live wealthy or are wealthy. So it's important that you understand that these affirmations are for you to cultivate in the mind this active goodwill towards all beings without judgment towards any affirmation that you create and what you should do when you're doing this for yourself in your own personal practice is you should create rings of people or beings that you have hatred or anger or ill will towards people that you feel frustration or annoyance or irritation towards these are people that or groups of people in your mind that you're harboring negative feelings towards and this meditation of loving kindness is meant to cultivate this active goodwill towards all beings without judgment towards certain individuals or certain groups of individuals so that you can change your mind. You're not going to change other people, but you'll change your mind so that now when you're around these people individually or as a group, then your mind will have a genuine interest in seeing these people be peaceful, safe, well, and free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes. So this will make it easier for you to practice right intention, which is the second step on the Eightfold Path, which is harmlessness. It'll make it easier for you to practice right speech using those five factors of well-spoken speech. It'll make it easier for you to practice right action and all these other teachings that the Buddha teaches. So you're cultivating in your mind this active goodwill towards all beings without judgment, which today we happen to use this particular configuration. But each time you might choose to modify this and do different rings There may be people in your life from the past where you're having resentment or anger or frustration towards, and you need to include them into every single loving kindness meditation that you do, maybe for months or years until your mind finally releases that. Because as long as you're harboring hatred, anger, ill will, or any kind of annoyance or frustration, you're not going to experience enlightenment, which the mind will be peaceful, calm, serene, and content with joy. So you need to release any kind of resentment or negative feeling towards any beings at all, whether they caused harm to you in the past, whether they're currently causing harm, or anybody in the future. So you've got to just clear everything out 
and just have a genuine interest for all beings to be peaceful, safe, well, and free of discontentedness and any suffering that it causes. So let me open things up with our moderator, Max, and thank you, Max, for joining once again, very consistently helping to look on Facebook, YouTube, or in Zoom for any comments or questions that people would like asked. Or if you're in Zoom, you can raise your hand electronically and get the opportunity to ask your question directly or any follow-up questions. We have a question from Amina. Thank you, David. Do you recommend using a controlled slow breath in and out or allow our breath to naturally find its pace? It seems the slower breath helps to ease the mind. Would appreciate your guidance. Yeah, I definitely suggest a slower breath, but I don't describe it as controlled. I describe it more like a natural breath. But if you're noticing that you're breathing somewhat rapidly, you need to work on slowing that down. But I still don't think of it as controlling the breath. It's more of kind of developing it into a natural rhythm where it can just be slow, steady, and consistent. And just breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. Just a nice elongated breath and just observing all aspects of the breath for that entire breath, not focused on the next breath or the next breath or the next breath, just that breath only, that present moment nice and steady but still not controlled just a natural breath thanks david that's interesting i was wondering something similar to amina i noticed that when you do the guidance and you say to breathe in and breathe out that my breathing was substantially faster than the pace you were saying it so i wondered if if you actually were breathing at that tempo so that's something i will certainly take on board and uh, thank you amina for asking that question we have a question from judith is it better for meditation to exhale through the mouth or does it not matter? It's best if you can breathe through the nose. And if you're having trouble with that, they have like saltwater rinses that you can rinse out your sinuses. And I use those in America. I used to always have sinus problems and I had to breathe in my mouth for meditation. And I never found it as beneficial. There's been recent times, maybe in the last year or so, where I had sinus troubles here in Thailand, and I tried for about a week or so to breathe in through the mouth, and I focused on the lip and the air moving in and out over the lip. And while I was able to meditate, I didn't feel like it was nearly as beneficial as when I breathe through the nose. So there's certainly people in this world that are unable to breathe through the nose. We know that because of impermanence. So the ideal would be breathe through the nose. But if you can't, then breathe through the mouth and try to focus on the sensation of the air on the lip as the present moment, as the breath. Are you able to offer some thoughts, David, on when we might transition from breathing mindfulness into loving kindness meditation? 
It's really up to you and how much time you have available. You know, I think that a minimum of five minutes of breathing mindfulness meditation is appropriate before you go into loving kindness. And you can increase that to 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes if you like. I've certainly done meditation where I just sat down and did loving kindness meditation before, but I've never felt that that was as beneficial as when I precede it with breathing mindfulness meditation and really clearing out, emptying the mind and really getting the breath really well established. I always feel like that's really needed to ease the mind into the loving kindness meditation. And then doing the breathing mindfulness meditation on the backside of loving kindness meditation really helps to clear out any thoughts that have arisen during loving kindness meditation. Because remember, if you're doing this meditation in the way that you should, these rings that you're creating, these are people that you have hatred for. These are people you're angry with. These are people that you have resentment and ill will towards. So it's not uncommon for those negative thoughts to arise during your loving kindness meditation. And as they do, you're replacing those thoughts with, may you be peaceful, may you be safe, may you be well, may you be free of discontentedness. But just because you're doing that in loving kindness meditation doesn't mean that when you're done with loving kindness meditation, all those thoughts are gone. So I like to put on the backside at least a minimum of five more minutes of breathing mindfulness meditation to kind of take care of and resolve any negative thoughts that might have surfaced during that loving kindness meditation. And once again, you can make that 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes if you like, totally up to you. So don't be surprised that while you're creating these rings that some anger and frustration and hostility might arise in the mind. And that's actually helpful because if those feelings arise in daily life when you're with those people, then you might act on them with your speech and your actions, which is going to cause unwholesome decisions that you're making and it's going to cause unwholesome results. So if while you're doing this loving kindness meditation, if that hostility and anger arises and you're able to address it with right effort, abandoning those unwholesome thoughts, arising wholesome thoughts in meditation, then your mind becomes better and better through this training of meditation to abandon unwholesome thoughts, arise wholesome thoughts. So then in daily life, when you're around these people, you can then apply that same training and that same control to the mind that if you're feeling any unwholesome thoughts arise while you're with these people, then you can more readily move those out and arise wholesome thoughts because you've done it so many times in meditation. And eventually, when you do this stuff enough, the unwholesome thoughts won't arise at all. There will be no anger, no frustration, no annoyance, not even the slightest little inclination of that, but you've got to do that in meditation a lot and then in daily life as well. Whenever you feel these unwholesome thoughts arise, cut them off, let them go and bring in the wholesome thoughts. If on a particular day, David, the mind is especially resistant to quieting down during breathing mindfulness meditation, is there still value in progressing into loving kindness or in those kinds of situations might it be best to just stick with breathing mindfulness and get the mind to a place of concentration i think you can try both ways and kind of see what works best for you i don't think there's any one particular way that i would prescribe or recommend 
So whatever feels right for you. You know, if in breathing mindfulness meditation, if a whole lot of ugliness comes up and you don't feel comfortable going into loving kindness meditation, then perhaps you don't do that. Or maybe so much ugliness does come up in breathing mindfulness meditation that you really need loving kindness meditation in order to kind of get a handle around that. So try it both ways and see what works best for you. And each time might be different. One time, you know, you can't get your mind to settle down. You might choose to back away and just be done with it. Another time you might choose to do loving kindness meditation and see where it goes. So don't ever allow the mind to be fixed in any one particular way and think that there's only just one way to do it. But try different things at different times. And it's kind of like coming at it from all these different angles. Because if you envision like envision like this craving, desire, attachment or this hatred, anger, ill will like plaque on your teeth and you're just kind of hitting it with this water and just kind of trying to erode this plaque off your teeth and you're just trying to like hit it from all these different angles and because you don't really know on one particular day what may or may not work just try all the different angles that you can yeah i'm wondering as well say if someone was relatively new to both kinds of meditation maybe they haven't got a consistent concentration forming yet but there must still be some value in practicing loving kindness so it's not like the mind has to be completely unshakable first for there to be any benefit in practicing loving kindness as much as that might help with the loving kindness it is still beneficial to practice loving kindness even if the mind isn't necessarily a hundred percent completely fixed yeah, what you're doing with that first part of breathing mindfulness is you're just improving, hopefully, the quality of the mind to be more concentrated and focused on the loving kindness. So rather than just kind of sit down with a wall of chatter and trying to do loving kindness and kind of cultivate this in the mind, you're trying to do as much as you can of clearing out, but knowing that the mind isn't going to be completely still before you go into loving kindness meditation. Even when you are in the first, second, third stage of enlightenment, your mind's not going to be completely still in meditation. You're still gonna have random thoughts. You're still gonna have things that pop up and that the mind kind of drifts off to, but you're gonna get better and better at observing when that happens and cutting that off and bringing the mind to the breath. And you won't feel guilty. You won't feel shameful. You won't feel anything. It's just like, oh, wow, okay. And bring the mind right back to the middle. So even in that first, second, third stage of enlightenment, you're still going to experience chatter and different random thoughts in the mind, not wanting to be in the middle and completely still and peaceful. Okay, thank you, David. It appears we have no more questions at the moment. Okay, well... I'll just congratulate you guys for choosing to do meditation today and joining to do meditation. And thank you for coming together to support each other, encourage each other and help each other along this path, because that's part of what this is all about is coming together as a community and being supportive with one another and helping one another, encouraging each other along this path. So each time that we come together, either for meditation or for a talk on a particular topic, 
we're coming together as a community and encouraging and supporting each other along this path. And tomorrow I'm going to be discussing chapter 19, which is God's creative action. You have free will. So if you haven't read that chapter yet, you may choose to read that before class or after class, or you might read it both times. So we're going to be doing that tomorrow on Sunday at nine o'clock tie time. And then on Wednesday, we'll be doing breathing mindfulness meditation exclusively, only breathing mindfulness meditation. And then, of course, any questions that people have. And then next Saturday, we'll be here again doing breathing mindfulness meditation and loving kindness meditation. And as most of you are becoming aware of, is eventually this Saturday meditation is going to become much shorter. And we're going to go into studying the Pali Canon in English right after our meditation on Saturday. So we're using this Saturday meditation to kind of help people through the winter and building up your meditation practice and helping you set some time aside. But here in another few weeks, we're going to be moving into studying the Pali Canon in English using these books called Buddha Wajana, which are an extraction of the Pali Canon there's 13 books that you can get if you like, and we're going to be doing that on Saturdays with kind of like a 10-minute maybe meditation, 15-minute meditation, and then going straight into studying these teachings, which are the words of the Buddha in English. And I'll be helping you through that program each Saturday while we're also doing the group learning program on Sunday and Wednesday. So thank you all for joining. Have a wonderful Saturday. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you tomorrow at 9 o'clock. See you next time. Sabadikha. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To provide support for this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha. To access more teachings, visit buddhadailywisdom.com. There, you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Remember to establish a daily, consistent meditation practice, along with learning and practicing these teachings. A well-developed meditation practice is the foundation in which to train the mind to attain enlightenment.